Welcome to the Leadership Spark Podcast, where we equip you to be the great leader your people deserve. I'm your host, Hampton Dorch, joined by my co-host, Corey Tao. And today, we are talking about change. Why? Because change is hard. Most people don't really like change because it, it just involves a lot of hard things. Um, and so Corey has an equation for us that he's going to unpack, and I'm just going to go ahead and pass it over to you to talk about <laughs> right, it. Right, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think the, the thing to realize is that if you are a leader uh, in any capacity, then change is, is part of your job description, and change is inevitable. Uh, we live in a culture that moves fast, and there's change all around us. And so it's not really an issue of, as a leader, expecting there would never be resistance to change or challenges to change or change would be hard regardless of the scale and scope of it. It's more about how do you think about the elements and foundational things that need to be in place to position you to be successful in whatever change you're driving. And so I want to share a, an equation with you. So think a mathematical equation with you, with, with you that uh, I've been using for years when it comes to, to change, really to help me think through, do I have the right ingredients in place to be successful changing something? Because most of us don't change for just the sake of change, right? We don't do it arbitrarily because it's fun to do. There's usually a result that we want to get from changing something. So there's this change equation that came from Beckhard and Harris that I want to unpack for you that's really been helpful helpful for me. And so it starts with this. So let me, let me tell you what the change equation is, and then I'll unpack each of them. It's the dissatisfaction with the status quo multiplied by the vision of the future and how compelling that is multiplied by the first steps we need to take to make the change actionable those together have, have got to be greater than the resistance that someone may feel. So think about that in the context of what we're going to do. So the first is dissatisfaction in the status quo. I will tell you this. If you are trying to change something and the people that are impacted by your change don't think a change is needed, then you're going to have resistance. And so you have to think about how dissatisfied are these people or the people on my team or an individual on my team, how dissatisfied are they with the current situation and the way things are done in the status quo. Maybe they are, maybe they're not. Maybe you need to do something to help them trip over the truth so they become dissatisfied with the status quo. Or maybe there's a, a context you can give them to provide a new perspective on the status quo. But if you don't have dis dissatisfaction with the status quo, you have an uphill battle when it comes to getting the results that you want from change. So you want to make sure that there is dissatisfaction with the status quo. The second is you want to multiply that by a compelling vision of the future. If you paint a vision of the future with the change and it is not compelling, if it is not something where everyone wins, then you're going to have a hard time getting people to buy into your change. And so you have to think about what, what is the vision for the future? Why is this change important? How is it going to make the lives of the people on my team better? How is it going to make them more efficient or more effective at what they do? How is it going to make us or position us to win as a team and be able to cast that vision of, a few, of the future? And it needs to be something that's compelling. And then you can't just leave it there. You just can't have dissatisfaction with the status quo and a vision for the future. You have to give people a plan. You have to be able to tell them what is the first step we need to take as a team to activate that vision to reality um, and to action so that we can start to see it come to life. And so you need all of those in place to be able to then that be greater than the resistance that you face. And so I've used this whenever I've done change initiatives and think of change as anything from something very, very small on your team or maybe a significant pivot for your organization. But that's a frame that I think about is, okay, where are the people that are impacted by this decision I'm making or change I want to introduce? Where are they in their dissatisfaction with their status quo? Where am I in my ability to cast a vision for a compelling future? 
And then ultimately, do I have a plan? And can I act- make it actionable so there are clear first steps to move towards this new norm? And if those are in place, I put myself in a position to, to really be able to be effective at getting the result that I want from change. And so that's something that, that you can do out there. You can start to think about those elements. Again, if it, it could be the smallest thing you're changing and uh, you need all those elements in place or something big. And so the go and do really is that. The go and do is, is go Google the change equation. You can do that and you can get a visual of it, but you're thinking about the dissatisfaction with the status quo, the compelling vision of the future, and what are the first steps we need to take to make that change a reality. So think about that. Filter your next change through that, and I can guarantee you that you will put yourself in a position to be more successful Mm. changing something. That's good stuff. We'll see you tomorrow.